talking and it don't make sense Tell me what it's all about The truth is stranger the closer you get To the who, what, where, when, how Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Guess what I heard Guess what I heard Hey guys, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie, and this is another gripping episode of Tidbits, where my friend Monique and I talk about news stories. I find offbeat, kind of strange, just ridiculous news stories. She doesn't know what I'm going to talk about, so I share them with her. We laugh and often learn a thing or two. It's good times. I hope that you enjoy. Here we go. All right. Tidbits. Yeah. So this first story I think you'll appreciate because it involves Florida. Oh my god. So it's going to be it's so it's like the bow the mouth of hell. Hell mouth. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. Let's be honest. If you read a headline and it is fucking outrageous, you're like, I guarantee you it was in Florida. Yeah. So there was a 22-year-old man in Florida who was arrested and then charged with misuse of the 911 system and possession of marijuana. Misuse. Yeah. How does one misuse? Well, first of all, the the main thing you need to know about this guy is he has a tattoo of the state of Florida on his forehead. Like, <laughs> legit. <laughs> like... <laughs> so wait, it's between his eyes yeah like, like right above does it look like a dick or does it <laughs> does it actually look like florida so like from you're like does this guy have a dick on his forehead nope it's florida yeah I, he's probably like i just wanted to cover the ash you know from ash wednesday like that's embarrassing so uh <laughs> so <laughs> he's got i mean it's like the outline of the state but it's like filled in so it's it's not just a little trace of florida it's like oh bold <laughs> just knowing that about this guy we'll we'll move yeah. on to what he did he's a classic yeah his, his dumb fuckery just snowballs so he called 911 it was like 4 a.m or something and he called 911 to request a ride home <laughs> like it's uber by the police to jail or yeah. is that just like ah oh, shit i don't want to walk so 911 i need a ride so a sheriff's deputy was pretty close and they found him and the the deputy offered to call him a cab and so this guy was like well i don't have any money so never mind and so he started walking away from the cop and like as he's walking away from this deputy calls 911 again asking for a ride Oh, the <laughs> yeah. So wow. The deputy catches up with him and is like, "Hey, fucko." Uh, was that his name? I mean, because it sounds like I think I it mean, was like, sounds like his name would be fucko. Yeah, Daniel forehead tattoo fucko was his like full name. So the cop, you know, <laughs> catches up with him and actually arrests him while he's still on the phone with nine one one asking for a ride, <laughs> and then. <laughs> While he's searching him, finds weed on him, 
which oh I don't care about, you know, whatever. I, no, but you're cares. still going to get in trouble for it. So he. Yeah. Especially in Florida. Yeah. Right. So fucking idiot. Like, really? Like, I just don't understand like what his. He's made some bad choices in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel Fucko. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Made some it's really choices. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, make different choices, I think, next time. Danny Fogo. And maybe when you get your phone back, when you get released from jail or whatever, just download a rideshare app. Yeah. But the problem was he didn't have money. So That's true. Well, I mean he could probably have like not bought the weed that was in his pocket. Yeah. How about save your weed money and buy a ten speed? <laughs> and then you yeah. can eventually you'll be able to buy more weed. But you'll also have a 10-speed. You don't have to make payments on it. I mean, unless you, you know, <laughs> depends on where you buy the 10-speed. But, yeah, it would be good. And with your new bicycle, maybe you could be, like, a courier for your dealer and make a little extra money. Yeah, so that you could, every once in a while, get a ride in a, in a ride share. Well, and eventually some. save to have that stupid fucking tattoo removed from your forehead. <laughs> Right your forehead. <laughs> yeah. So, Daniel, fucko, whenever you get a chance, email us and we'll be your financial advisors and help turn life around <laughs> for you. Yes. We'll get a, we'll take donations for 10 speed and um, start a GoFundMe. <laughs> Dan, Dan's bike. <laughs> I thought you might appreciate that one. I, I did very much. And so to just continue, we're going to go to the other coast, but we're going to continue with the theme of fucking idiots. Okay. I love the fucking idiot theme. It's like one of my faves. This one involves a little bit more of a plan, but still idiots. Oh. So. An idiot with a plan. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's scary because those generally go worse than the idiots without a plan. So couple weeks ago there were like six people that were arrested for changing the hollywood sign to say holly boob <laughs> which you know kind of funny yeah whatever i mean i in high school my friend brandon and i there was a town like a town over from us and there was this brick building and on the side it just said pub we always had this grand scheme to put an E on the end and make it say pew. Of course you did. I get it from that perspective. Yeah. But, so they used tarps or something um, similar to make the the W and the D to Bs. Um, so there was, wasn't any permanent damage, which helped their, helped their cause. So police sergeant said that some of the participants said that they did it to raise awareness for breast cancer, which... Okay. So, okay, so be it. Okay. But mm -hmm. then Julia Rose, who is the founder and CEO of the adult magazine Shag Mag, and she was like, no, 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 we didn't do it for charity. Um, the prank was actually to get attention, like get the attention of Instagram because Instagram had suspended her personal and her business pages, which she has... I think it said like 6 million followers. So she's got a... She has a good following, yeah. Almost as many as we do. <laughs> 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 
almost. Yeah. Almost. I mean, probably a few months. Yeah, it's like, us. know what I heard, and then, like, two down is, like, shag <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish. Definitely. Right. <laughs> million people. Yeah. But they'd suspended her account due to nudity, and so she was pissed off because Playboy has similar you know, material on their accounts and they didn't get suspended. So she was like, I'm going to show you Instagram. So that was like the whole point was just because her account had been disabled. Okay. So she pulled a, like a Trump style hissy. Yes. And just to add to it in her like gotcha Instagram photo, she's standing in front. Like you can see the sign behind her and she's like, sticking her tongue out with like <laughs> flipping off the camera but she's wearing like a crop top that says shag mag and her boobs are literally mm-hmm. like hanging out of the bottom of the shirt <laughs> right. so flipping it you know it's just kind of like mm, you're really really helping your cause lady yeah but definitely, definitely so anyway but since they didn't really do like you know any damage to the sign it was just kind of like considered a prank versus like vandalism. So, right. you know, right. there you go. And I'm not sure what the status of her account is. Yeah. I'm not that worried about it. Nobody, nobody cares yeah. really. Um, for me, like on a, she can have a crop top with her boobs hanging out all she wants. But for, for me, it's the flipping off the camera and sticking your tongue out. That's that's the least classy part of that yeah. whole scenario. I mean, me. you would kind it's of the flipping you off and like stick your tongue out. I'm like, oh, what are you twelve? Like considering the company she founded, I wouldn't expect her in like a, a pantsuit. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. We were just yeah. in a board meeting and decided we'd come and do this, you know. Like I, yeah. I wouldn't expect yeah. that, but it was Shock just kind now. of like the, you know, just like the fuck you kind of like thirteen-year-old yeah. girl attitude. I was like, mm. yeah, no, I don't. But anyway, I thought it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Holly boob. I mean, it's a good <laughs> prank. It's a good yeah, prank. I like it. Ooh, what do you have for me next, Jamie? So this is our. It's, I feel like there's generally an animal story. So just by default, animals are always up to something. So Yeah. Hijinks. Animal yeah, hijinks. They just, they're so silly. They are. A woman was visiting Alaska, and she was chilling in the wilderness with her brother and his girlfriend. And they were staying in his yurt, which is just kind of like yurt. No. Factor yeah, number one yeah, of the story, yeah. staying in a yurt, things are yurt. already not yeah. the greatest vacation. Yeah. yeah. And so they're <laughs> like just in the wilderness in Alaska. I'm sure. It and was- I, I, yeah, I mean, wilderness of Alaska in a yurt is like real. That's real deal. I mean, already I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so the next factor to this fun trip was she gets up, she goes out to use the outhouse. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> what yeah. you have to do, which immediately makes me like, because I, uh, yeah, oh, I can't even. I can't even imagine. I'm no, like, no yeah. outhouses for me. I would rather go outside than in an outhouse. I can't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know. I guess I wasn't paying attention to how cold it was, but I don't think the little pieces of wood around you are going to make such a temperature difference that you're like, I can't. 
literally cannot pee <laughs> right off the yurt versus it's it's very true anyway so she gets up to use the outhouse sits down and was immediately bit on the ass by something oh my god <laughs> oh my god wait on in the, uh, in the outhouse so when she sat down oh my yeah, god just oh my something god. was right, like what was it was just bitter so oh, she she's like jumps up and she's like motherfucker and you know her brother's all in the yurt like what the hizzle and so he gets up puts on a headlamp and like runs out to check on her and she's like ah you know bleeding and whatever he opens the seat to the hole or whatever and there's a fucking bear in the in the in the two yeah in the ditch (laughs) oh my god so he opens the the lid and there's just like a bear face like looking at him and he's like ah slams the lid and he's, he's like, like oh, hi <laughs> is that a pick on the basket <laughs> yeah. a boo-boo a poo-poo <laughs> not on me yeah so <laughs> yeah. don't poop in my face yeah so the bear's like hey fucker close the lid i was sleeping and so they're like ah we gotta get out of here back to the yurt because that'll be safe yeah, I mean, yurts are known for safety. Yeah, just Definitely. sturdy, sturdy. Mm-hmm. So they think that it was hibernating in there, that it was like there's, you know, it was kind of like a partial hibernation because there's been a lot of bear activity because they haven't had, like the salmon population is down or there's something going on, so they haven't had like full hibernation. They think that it was like just chilling in the outhouse. And then got a golden shower. Yeah, and it was like, what the fuck? No, what is that? Do you think that when the warm pee was on it, it was like, oh, and it started to pee, you know, like when your friends had a sleepover, stick your hands in the bowl. You think that's probably what happened? And then he realized and bit her ass. I don't know that she had time to pee. She she may have pissed herself when she jumped up and was like, ah! Because I think <laughs> it sounded like yeah. it was pretty immediate. <laughs> so they think it got in through an opening at the bottom of the back door, which I don't fully understand, I guess, how this was constructed if there's multiple doors. Yeah. <laughs> there's number one. Uh, yes. Why is there multiple doors to an outhouse? Um, also, how large is the pit that a bear was hanging out in it? Right. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I've never really examined how an outhouse an is <laughs> structured, but it's the ones I've seen are tiny. They've got the moon cut out in the door for light or whatever and then there's no multiple doors there's no room for a hundreds of pounds of bear to slide in to be underneath your ass and so she was fine but they think that she like when rangers or whatever came out and looked they think that she may have been actually just swatted and not bit so she had just like claw marks across her ass versus oh not that that makes it any better i would be like okay little brother next time you ask me to take a trip with you it's not gonna be in a yurt with an outhouse yeah it's I gonna be a you. hard no unless there's plumbing what a day for that chick and you know that poor bitch had her period you know that like just before she got there <laughs> you know that that poor bastard like that was her vacation just before or, she got there she found out she had her period also or maybe that's why she got up she's like ah, did i just start <laughs> 
<laughs> always on these dream vacations. I always get <laughs> every period. time I go somewhere. <laughs> anyway, this um, last story. So in Japan, there's a young entrepreneur. He's like 30 years old, started a business called Odorate. Now, this company <laughs> basically tells you if you have BO or not. <laughs> Which um, I can well, charge it... <laughs> a certain fee to tell you if you just do a quick pass by me at the grocery store. I can be like, hey, hand me yeah. five bucks. I got to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, do you have $10? Trust yeah. me, this one was bad. Can you? I need ten. I need ten dollars. You stink. Basically, for about one hundred and fifty dollars, clients can get a customized industrial grade analysis of their body odor. Okay. Question. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yes, Monique. Do the people who use this service not have senses of smell of their own? Is that or or families with senses of smell of their own is that a thing or are they trying to find the sense that will work best with their ph is that what, what is happening here what is what is the purpose okay. of this company well so a lot of people are often like too embarrassed to ask you know be like mom do i stink you know just put their armpit in their face so people are like embarrassed to ask and then also People, a lot of times, if asked, aren't honest, that they are too scared to say, yeah, you fucking clear a room. Oh, my God. How could you be like that, though? I mean, if somebody's saying, do I stink? And you're like, hey, fuck yeah. And you're like, no, totally. Why would you? Like, you're a piece of shit for letting <laughs> somebody go through life who has who now asked you for your opinion and you lie to them so that they don't know. Like, you're a piece of trash. Yeah. I am the person that will be like, listen, bro, listen, come here, come here. Um, you might want to like change that shirt and do something about like what's going on under there, really, because it's it's pretty right. This guy and um, a chemist friend of his bought a gas chromatography mass spectrometer. Yep, I think that's how you say it. Which okay. which identifies. Yeah. Um, so this machine actually identifies unknown chemical solution or substances. So this is what like a lot of like crime scene stuff is processed, you know, like forensics mm -hmm. type stuff. So they have this machine and customers will order a kit and they get a plain white T-shirt that's enhanced with odor absorbing activated charcoal. They wear this T-shirt for 24 hours and then they mail it in for analysis. So then they process the shirt and it tells you like that they focus on 25 of the most pungent organic compounds that are responsible for things like um, odors that might be referred to as back of the head odor. This is what the article is saying. Old age smell, oily, rotting onions, or gamey. Because those are all <laughs> ways that we want to be referred to. And <laughs> <laughs> so what was she like? She smelled gamey. Yeah. Um, she smelled she like the okay. back of the head. Oh. Like what? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she smells <laughs> oily and gamey, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Like a pot roast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, she smells like a venison pot roast. Yeah, you know what I mean? Gamey and onions, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's said that they also do a low-tech, just sniff test <laughs> of the oh the underarms collar and the back well it sounds like it's just these two dudes currently so he's like yeah, yeah like we'll do the full analysis but i also just want to give my own opinion on what i'm sniffing i was like oh gross dude and so this this kind of surprised this, this kind of surprised me but it said that Women in their 30s and 40s are the main clientele. I'm not surprised because guys don't give a shit. That's true. Like women would be more concerned about. Women in their 30s and 40s. Yeah, I would imagine like professional women want to know and, uh, you know, like, maybe women getting it back get to dating or whatever. Yeah. Am I sticking up at the conference room? Is it me? Is it me? And nobody's telling me. Is it me? Yeah. yeah, exactly. When I reach for a bagel in the middle of the conference table and everybody pulls and back, is that a problem? <laughs> and then and then he said parents are often buying these for, for teenagers as well to officially assess what the problem is. And so far he's he sold more than a thousand kits. So seems to be a business that people are it's a weird business but congrats we've been we've been telling people that monique and i live in missouri and rhode island but the truth is she just smells so goddamn bad that we have to do it over skype because <laughs> <laughs> we live right down the road from each other but <laughs> yeah i'm her next door neighbor <laughs> but i just was trying to be polite yeah and it's like well, let's just do it over skype Sorry. yeah <laughs> let's just skype is that cool anywho that's all the news stories. I want to know what happened this week in history. Yeah. So this week in history. This one, I know you're going to say a little silent prayer to Jesus because you're going to be so relieved about this one. But on February 21st, 1948, NASCAR was founded. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness. Wow. Which is the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing. I know, I guess I'd never really cared about what it stood for. So I know a lot of people that love NASCAR, love, love, love NASCAR. So like that that's awesome. You're like, I wear this NASCAR shirt all the time. What does it actually mean? Goo <laughs> Yeah. And I say it just like that. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Yeah. That's another reason I prefer <laughs> it, to Skype. It's like one of the most popular sports in the country isn't it, it? Is. like the, or the most popular sport and i i just don't understand it i mean i'm not if people like it that's fine yeah but i just don't understand it and i that is a passion for people that is a holy moly passion it's that a is, culture it's it's pretty oh yeah totally sure. yeah totally so i know a lot of people that love nascar driving like seeing some cars drive around a track is not necessarily my idea of a good time and uh on february 22nd 1990 millie vanilli wins the best new artist grammy for their album girl you know it's true girl you know it's true girl that was a great album blame it on the rain 
yeah, yeah. It was Lorraine. To... <laughs> I always sing it as blame it on Lorraine. Well, yeah, I don't know who Lorraine a bitch. is. She's a bitch. She's... She was a bitch. Um, but obviously the Grammy was later revoked because, you know. Yeah. We well, all know. Poor Robin Fab weren't given the, weren't given the uh, props they needed. So I don't know if, if there's like a second place person for the, the Grammy that could have been like, hey, dibs, if it's... I mean, it's up for grabs, like. <laughs> yeah. What if they take it like like a, at a wedding and throw it, and the three other nominees have to jump at it like a garter? Yes. And everybody's like, ah, because it's you know a Grammy that could really hurt people. But that would be great. So, I feel like this podcast has kind of given me a reason to investigate into things further that happened like early in my childhood that I maybe heard a little bit about, but didn't really grasp like what really happened. And so there's these stories that I'm like, what? So this was February 24th, 1988. The U S Supreme court voted eight to zero to overturn a settlement that was awarded to Reverend Jerry Falwell for emotional distress after being parodied in Hustler magazine. Now, if you don't know who Jerry Falwell is, he's this super conservative, horrible person, televangelist and founder of the moral majority political advocacy group. Just a super like kind of extreme right wing. I'm not a personal fan. If you liked him, whatever. So yeah, in 1983, Hustler magazine ran a piece that, parodied Falwell's first sexual experience as a drunken, incestuous childhood encounter in an outhouse with his mother, which, how many, how is it that two outhouses show up in this episode? Right? What? Seriously. Who knew? This is, it's, it's the package that the, the Matrix is playing for us this time. It's amazing. Um, so Falwell sued Hustler and the founder, Larry Flint, for libel and actually won the case. Then Flint appealed and the case made it all the way to the Supreme Court and they overturned the decision and ruled that even though this piece in the magazine was like in super poor taste, that the parody fell within the First Amendment's protection of freedom of speech in the press. Yep. And if you see the movie, The People vs. Larry Flint, this is... Yeah. And I was so young when I saw that movie didn't really register that it was Falwell. Oh, right, Like, as right. I got older, I was yeah. like, okay. And so just, like, I missed yeah. these connections that now as an adult, I'm like, oh. So that's that for this week in history. I do have a what? <laughs> this week's what is when a cat farts. Is it called a queef? <laughs> I hate you so much. I know. <laughs> but uh, pretty good. Okay, right? that's not the what this week, I don't think. Although you might have to make it a what one week <laughs> because I think there's gonna be a lot of interest in whether or not that's true because i think scientifically they're just called a cat fart but i don't know or cat catulence, <laughs> catulence. <laughs> I 
fucking hate, fucking hate you, dude. Catch him. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> my real what is what is SPF in sunscreen? And so the SPF stands for sun protection factor, which is a measure of how much solar energy or UV radiation is required to produce a sunburn on protected skin, like protected meaning with sunscreen. And it's relative to the amount of solar energy required to produce sunburn on unprotected skin, which is like basically the amount of UVA and UVB protection it provides. So the higher the SPF, the higher the sunburn protection. But a a common misconception is that the SPF number is related to the time of sun exposure that you can have when it's actually the amount of sun exposure, not the time, but the amount. Mm -hmm. A lot of factors can kind of impact the solar energy. So pretty much like one hour of time in the sun at 9 a.m. might be equal to 15 minutes of time in the sun at 1 p.m. based on the solar amount of solar energy that you're actually getting. And it can depend on like this the solar intensity depends on your location obviously at lower latitudes you're going to have much higher sun exposure versus like minnesota (laughs) and other factors can include skin type the amount of sunscreen that was applied and the reapplication of the sunscreen frequency and whatever activities you're doing so Pretty much, like, sunscreen needs to be reapplied more often if you're swimming, duh, or Mm -hmm. doing physical activities if you're sweating or, like, it might get rubbed off depending on what you're doing. You're going to need to reapply more often. So you can't rely on SPF alone. Like, that won't alone protect you from a sunburn. You have to do it properly (laughs) like you have to use the sunscreen properly so apply 30 minutes before you go out and depending on where you are and what you're doing reapply like every two hours or something at least more often if you're doing physical activities or swimming which seems like common sense but like I think that a lot of people be like I have a thousand SPF and I'm good for the day that you're just like super no. protected. It's like you can yeah. use 30 and get the same effect if you're reapplying and, you know, applying more often and applying correctly. I don't know. It just doesn't mean shit if you don't use it correctly <laughs> is basically right. what I found. <laughs> right. And one thing that I did see was that you should look for a broad spectrum sunscreen, that that's really important because that means it actually protects from uva and uvb rays which will give you even more protection so basically just be smart and yeah don't put 100 spf on once and then go swim and don't reapply and then wonder why you got a sunburn two hours later yeah anyway that was just kind of a little more info on spf spf yeah so there's that it's like being in a house of learned doctors (laughs) <laughs> pretty much pretty much yeah yeah people say that all the time to me 
I'm like, yeah, I can imagine. But I'm not. You're brilliant. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a degree of any kind, silly. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie, for teaching me things because I feel like I'm always learning with you. Thank you for listening to me and being the number one listener of the podcast. I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Glad I could help. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, tidbits out. Bye. That was intense. I'm creating my destiny. What's the real question, Dick? Something irrelevant to what we're talking about happened. Do we have a grandson we didn't know about? <laughs> you people are weak. We'll get to this one. Oh no, here's shitty pants. That's the plan. I'm a pooper. Hey, I have one of those, motherfucker. Toodaloo. Yeah. Boop, boop. Huge thank you to Sophia Bush for just so many reasons. But more importantly, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. I absolutely love doing this podcast and only get to do it with your support. So thank you. If you haven't already done so, please like the Facebook page at Know What I Heard Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. If you have any ideas for shows, questions, comments, anything at all, send me an email at knowwhatiheard at gmail.com. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Uh, yeah, stay safe, stay healthy, keep it real. And until next time, hey, know what I heard? <laughs>